And now, what you've all been waiting for... Donuts? No, not donuts. The jelly that goes inside of donuts? No, not the jelly that goes inside of donuts. Yeah, Mom and Dad make this podcast. When Rocks Rocks Talk. Talk. Mommy and Daddy's podcast. Oh, Mother and Father's podcast. Are you sure it wasn't donuts? Hi, welcome to When Rocks Talk. I'm one of your hosts, April. And I am the other host, Robert. Kind of flipped the script there on you. We usually do it the other way around. (laughs) But yeah, I think we got a good topic today. Yes, I think so too. We're going to have fun with it. Oh, and stay tuned to the very end of this episode. We have a special announcement. Yay! What is it? I can't tell you. Okay. Well then, let's get into it. So today we are going to talk bad company. The 70s and 80s rock group. What? Is that the wrong one? Well, the bad part's probably right. (laughs) Uh, Let's just say um, we're going to talk about how bad company corrupts a good character. Oh, yeah. So for any new listeners, uh, what's our show about? What do we do here? Uh, Well, we basically talk about life in general and like all the craziness that's going on that we're dealing with and how we can kind of handle it and maintain that's pretty much what it's all about. But we are no experts. Nope. This is just uh, how we have learned to deal with things, mm-hmm. um, how we see life. And, and we're still learning. And, <laughs> we're still work in progress. Yeah. So this is our, our journey. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, let's just jump right into it. Do you have anything you want to start off with? Well, I guess I'd pose a question. So what? What is Bad Company? Bad Company is our weeds in our garden can we talk about our weeds no what do you call those <clears throat> weeds the briars well yeah we've got um so what they're called we got the, the thorny yeah the briars are all spread out everywhere and wrap around your ankle kind of things yeah so we're trying to get started on our well not started continue mm-hmm. on our landscaping yeah around our home the briars keep and coming gar- back we plan on putting a garden mm-hmm. soon Veggie garden. Veggie garden. Uh, but we have not only rocks, a lot of rocks. That's funny, rocks. Mm-hmm, <laughs> they're yeah. not talking. but uh, We're talking at them. <laughs> but the weeds, yeah. they're just everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we pull them. I'm sure everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Everybody dealt with it. They come back every year. Well, not only that, but they choke out all the pretty flowers that I planted. And they well, yeah, that's the point. That's, I know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it seems like you got to fight them. Yeah. Every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day. Yep. You know, you, you see new ones you didn't even know were there. Mm-hmm. Um, where did this one come from? I thought I got them all, you mm-hmm. know. Just the other day, I was uh, pulling some over here. But I guess you got to get them from the root. Yeah. I don't know. Does that actually keep them from coming back? I think so, yeah. I mean, there are going to be others. Mm-hmm. But... That one's specific. Yeah, when you can get to them. The problem with briars, for instance, is trying to pull them out by the root is, and to get them all out is extremely hard to do. Yeah. Because you just get, sometimes it's so hard. And plus you're pulling on these, like they always hurt you because you're trying to pull them out. And, and so you can't always get it. I know because I had to fight with them last year. Um, you have to get in there and get really deep in there and pull them out. And then sometimes they don't come out all the way because they're so... Uh, rooted in there well yeah i just frustrating the other day when i put that greenhouse up i was pulling some and i had gloves on yeah and, and i was it, they were still poking me. yep you know, i know and then so i had had to find you had to get way down, down underneath the and grab top that root of the leaf, yep. and if you don't pull careful enough it just it pops it and then you and the root is still under there yeah and you, you just didn't actually get it so it you just a matter of time when it's going to come back mm-hmm. then you forget about it and and then there it is next year. I don't forget whatever. about it. <laughs> anyway. so, but yeah, like what you were saying, it does, uh, they do choke out. They're toxic. Flowers. They're toxic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to work for the county where we. Oh, yeah. We. Uh, noxious weeds. Noxious weeds. But tox mm-hmm. or I don't know. Is that toxic? Same yeah, thing? I don't or, know. No, noxious is like they, I think they just creep and they take over annoying. everything. Yeah. So what is toxic then? What is, what is what's toxic? Well, I was just gonna say bad company is like if you've ever heard the term toxic friendships, toxic relationships. That's kind of what bad company is all. What it is, 
it's just stuff that really, um, a relationship that really is not beneficial to you basically is what it is. It's not good for you and probably not good for the other person. Just bad for you. Yeah. It's toxic. (laughs) Yeah. And so are weeds for your garden. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, what's the best, best method? I mean, just kill them, pull them. Well, we're not. (laughs) What do you do? Yeah. um, Well, yeah, you definitely want to pull them out. You want to get rid of them. You want to eradicate them. You want to get them out of your garden. I wonder what happens if you spray them. Does that go all the way to... Apparently, it goes all the way to the root. I mean, sometimes. It's the same as pulling them. Yeah, maybe. I guess the only difference when you do that, when you spray them, is they remain. They just dry up. Mm -hmm. But they're still around. Then you got to pull them anyway because they, they look bad. Yeah. Your garden that you want beautiful looks kind of uh gross. Non. So what do you got? Oh, I was just gonna say, um, what about you? What kind of relationships have you had? Like you have you had friends that you I'm thinking relationship wise, so um have you ever had friends that kinda brought you down that kinda were the weeds in your garden, so to speak, and they just kept dragging you down and dirtying everything up? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Um yeah, I guess without getting too personal, I don't want to hurt no one's feelings, but, uh, and sometimes before I get into that, we're the toxic ones. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not saying, oh, I need to get this, uh, this toxic out of my life, uh, whoever it may be or whatever it may be. Um, uh, sometimes that's me. Mm-hmm. So I just want to acknowledge that. But, uh, so no, what I was going to say is, you're talking about friends. Yeah, friends well, or relationships or Yeah, whatever. relationships or like, like yeah, mm-hmm. girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Best friend. Yeah, friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. So we teach our children. Yeah. We tell them, and everybody's heard this, and maybe most people tell their kids this, you know, choose good friends or don't hang around bad friends and, mm-hmm. you know, choose them wisely and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you, so they get... So they don't get into trouble themselves. You yeah, know, you see they're it in, bad. Inf- you got to watch out for the bad influences. Bad influences. Yeah. yeah. So certain kids, neighbors, they get into trouble all the time. Yeah. You start hearing your your kids say some words that you've never said your, yeah. yourself, and you're like, "Where did you hear that?" Yeah. You know, and then you're like, "What? <laughs> what is going on?" And then you're like, "Okay, have to go and seek out." And you got to investigate, huh? Yeah. Find out what, what what's going on here. Where are you getting this from? Because it's mm-hmm. not from us. Yeah. And maybe it is, and we don't know it. If it is, then yeah. Then something's got to change. Yeah. When you, when you hear that, I'm like, why don't we apply it to ourselves? So we want our children to pick the right friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good for them. That's going to help uplift them and mm-hmm. not drag them down, get them into trouble. Shouldn't we apply that to ourselves? Oh well, yeah. Um, you know, I, and I, I guess I can give a personal example. Um, or well, when I before I met you, even I was hanging around the wrong people, people that were saying things and doing things that were not right. Well, um, morally, I don't think they were right. And um, the more I hung out with them, the more I took on their characteristics and acted like them. No matter how much I told myself that I wouldn't be influenced by them, I tended to take on their characteristics, and I end up turning into something I didn't really care for myself. So that is funny that you said that. You don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't I really don't know. know what you're going to talk about. I just know we just know the topic, right? Mm-hmm. But I was going to go there. Um, yeah, well. <laughs> you notice friends, uh, mostly friends, spouses yeah. too, Yeah. Uh, me and you, but usually, let's just, let's just talk about friends. Mm-hmm. You notice how they, friends, best friends, mm-hmm. usually talk the same, act the same. Yeah think the same uh-huh. you know finish each other's sentences mm-hmm. kind of kind of deal when you're that close yeah yeah you hear about it all the time and or uh the owner of a dog tends to start looking like their dog <laughs> i don't know haven't you heard that before you're like i mean anyway i was just, yeah i'm messing around probably but, I, i'll tell you a story about that later but well anyway. it's half true yeah <laughs> but anyway uh what was i saying uh, that you Start acting like your friend, yeah, right? Yeah, take on their characteristics. So why, I mean, why is that? Is it because you hang around each other 
a lot? I mean, or? yeah, like you and I, sometimes we start saying each other's manure like things and sayings and, you know, um, that we each say a lot because we're around each other all the time. Plus, we care about people and when we care about people, we tend to, you know, if we admire them, we tend to be like them. But I don't know. I guess it's for different reasons. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, with me and you, what you're saying, you, you know, the things that I'm into. Mm-hmm. And you pick up on it and <laughs> yeah. you throw things out there. Like I love doing movie quotes all the time. Uh-huh. So you throw some in there. Yeah. I think half of it is because I rub. The, okay. The, there's that term. I rub off on you. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think half of it, you do it just to, uh, to appease me. Yeah. Like, we want to relate you know? to each other. I think we want to be cool with each other. Like. You know, if I want to go around, what are we going to talk about if we don't like the same things, if we don't do the same thing? So I think sometimes we do it to appease someone else, you know, to make it so that that they're like, oh, wow, yeah, let's hang out more because, you know, this person thinks like I do, you know, that kind of thing. And for the most part, uh, compromise. I say for the most part, because not all the time, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, Well, it depends on the company. That's why. That's why I said because most of the time. in First Corinthians fifteen thirty three it says, "Don't be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals." So just to throw that out there. So you can replace that. You could say habits. You said morals, right? Mm-hmm. Habits, character, yeah, your that's own a character. Good one. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking. But yeah, it's it. I guess it goes back to like the weeds. Yeah. So let's go back to the weeds for a second. So you have the beauty, like say a flower garden. Yeah. You have that beauty, right? Yep. Some flowers, maybe not so. But <laughs> most flowers are, are, are nice to look at, right? You mean? Flowers. Yeah. You don't like sunflowers? Sun, not sunflowers. Oh. Some flowers. Oh, okay. Sorry. I couldn't quite M as an apple. <laughs> don't, don't try to figure me out. Okay, well. But, um. For the most part, it looks nice, your garden, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the weeds in there. And depending on how many you have or what kind of weeds they are, it's hard to see the flowers. Yeah. They're there. They're there, but they're um, smothered. Like scotch brooms Co- and dandelions. Yeah, they're covered up. Um, Gross. So my nephew, when I, I just visited him the other day, and mm-hmm. he's got his backyard. Mm-hmm. It was just all dirt Yeah. before. Mm-hmm. He just bought this home. And he was talking about planting grass. He was asking me uh, a few weeks ago about planting grass. I thought he planted grass when I went over there mm-hmm. because it was a lot of, it was green back there. Yeah. And I'm like, did you guys plant grass? Did it grow that fast? And I went out there and upon closer look, it was just weeds. Oh, wow. His entire uh, yard was full of weeds. It oh, was just wow. all weeds and it was so thick. It was like fluffy. You can walk on the stuff. Oh, wow. But he had to get control of that. He was like... How did that even happen? Was it maybe the seeds on the wind caught the wind yeah, and it blew know, in there? You know, they move around and mm-hmm. um, and it oh, has wow. the perfect ground. It's just yeah. dry dirt. He hasn't been watering it because it's yeah. dirt. Yeah. You don't water it. You're not going to water dirt, right? Unless mm-hmm. you're dust control. Um, and there's no reason for dust control where he's at. Um, so they grow. Yeah. Which is funny mm-hmm. that weeds grow without good soil mm-hmm. without water mm-hmm. they just grow yeah and there's a lot you have to take <laughs> well care of. and you know like uh it says it talks about um bad company corrupts well corrupts means like to uh spoil and destroy um to decay that's a, a turn all those are um ways of describing what corrupt means and so um and so we got to think about like you know, bad company in general. And I, what I was talking about earlier with toxic relationships actually says that there's like eight in 10 people actually have toxic friends. Talk, they consider them toxic friends or toxic. This is like a, yeah. That a survey, this is what they answer. Yeah. Eight in 10 people actually endure, they call it endure toxic pals. And then another one, another um, survey says one in three survey uh, takers actually have a toxic best friend. Which, you know, I mean, why would you want to have a toxic best friend? I mean, best friends, a BFF is like yeah. a big deal. Why do you why do you do that? You know what I mean? And so anyway, it was just interesting stats. And I was thinking, wow, <laughs> you know, what? Do, why do we do that? Why do we deal with that? What's going on? So 
when you say that, like friends that are toxic, and you say, what, so what was the survey that they acknowledge? Yeah. They're aware of it. Yeah, they are. But they they stay in that relationship. Yeah, and, and uh, um, they also said, like 83% of them said that um, they held on to the friendship because it was hard for them to break up to break up with that friendship or that relationship. It was a lot of them were just because it was familiar to them. Um, They just, and sometimes the friends themselves, the toxic friends would say, oh, you need me. You know, that kind of thing. Like it's, you wouldn't make it without me, that kind of thing. And so it's, it's like, wow. Oh, that gets more into the abusive side. Yeah. What is that? Emotionally? Emotionally. Yeah. You just like have to be like lenient on somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's curious to me. I guess, I mean, we're not only talking, this doesn't only pertain to the toxic side. Yeah. It could be on our end. Mm-hmm. Um, do Does our body know, like, okay, you're talking about toxic, so you drink something that's not good for you. We tend to, the body tends to vomit it out, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're <laughs> drinking too much, too mm-hmm. much alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, Your body rejects it. But if it's other things like you were talking about, you know, um, like the alcohol thing or yeah. whatever, it's just, it's different. Yeah, that was just an example, but yeah, so, uh, vis- you know, give someone, give people yeah. something visually. And I mean, I've been like, when I, sometimes when I go and I work out and stuff, I hear friends talking when they're working out together and I'm like, oh my goodness, they're so mean to each other and they're best friends. And I'm like, why are you being so mean? I don't now, are understand. They, when you see that, is it like in a joking manner or is it just it's, the way they actually they just, treat each they other? They just talk to each other like that. And it's like cool to be mean to each other or something. I don't understand oh, that. Oh, like, like a yeah, like negative your best friends or enemy at the same time. Like it's fun to Yeah, your frenemy. It's yeah, cool to right? You've heard the frenemy term. That's kind of what I hear sometimes. I'm like, wow. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that kind of situation. Um, but anyway... Yeah, and that I mean that part intrigues me the that they don't know how to reject it. Yeah, it's really hard for them to pull Or maybe away. they do. Yeah. Like I don't know. I guess every situation is different, but yeah. I mean the point is it's it's not good for you. Yeah. It is toxic and uh it it rubs off on you like what we were talking about earlier can you give and me can you give me a couple examples of like toxic relationships like that you what you're talking about kind of like like what's your idea of a toxic relationship it's when somebody you're in a relationship with no matter mm-hmm. what kind of relationship it is mm-hmm. that it brings you brings you down yeah say you're trying to uh flourish in life whatever that may be mm-hmm. um and you have someone that just keeps getting in the way, mm-hmm. drags you down, delays your plans, your mm-hmm. life your plans. Your progress, right? Yeah. Um, I guess that would be an example of toxic, right? Yeah. Well, like, in, um, I guess for me it would be somebody, like, thinking in ways, like, where um, I would be hanging out with them and then they would, like, I, I mean, just giving some extremes. Like, say your friend um, stole a lot. Or was a thief or whatever and she wanted you to uh you know watch be on guard or whatever <laughs> you know so that no one would catch you like that kind of thing i mean that's an extreme but um you know that's you're gonna be an accomplice to a crime in a way and so it's pulling you down um and that's not obviously a good situation um or just like i was saying with the friends that treat each other like enemies like just talking bad to each other or about each other or behind your back that's another thing um that i i see as being a toxic friendship you know you think um the person on the receiving end of the toxicity Mm -hmm. is that the right word yeah um do you think sometimes that they're doing it they stay in that to fit in to be liked yeah maybe they're afraid to get out of it because they're like well i'd rather be a friend than her enemy (laughs) i have no idea of it the reason i say that's because okay maybe i could have used this more for an example when you ask me a good example, I guess, would be when you're, if you yourself have a moral standard, mm-hmm. uh, you choose ways, not things not to talk about mm-hmm. or in the way you talk or in the way you act or, yeah, what or whatever. But when you're around coworkers or friends, mm-hmm. um, it seems like you, 
when I say you, I mean we, mm-hmm. anybody, can tend to tend to join to in, join in, yeah, and or we compromise, engage in it. I feel like we compromise, yeah, and that's not good. Your your moral Compass standards kind of get set aside for theirs. for a time, and uh, yeah, for theirs. You lower your standards, and then and it's not who you are. Um, I've yeah. been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got caught up in things, and and I try to quickly notice it and get out of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, either try to change the subject, uh, or just it's time to go. Yeah. You know, and just go do. Yeah, and you can notice the signs too, like when you start seeing them talking a certain way. Because, like, I could definitely I've done that before, where I used to talk um, just really stupid and. I would get caught up in what they were saying and then I would join in because that was something I obviously knew how to do. So I would get in there. But normally, like, I wouldn't say the same things to my mother as I would say to these people, you know, or like to my friends as I would to my mother because that's a totally different situation. It's like you're totally two different people. If you're two different people when you're hanging out with your friends and you're hanging out with people maybe that you might respect or admire more, then maybe there's a problem, you know, because, you know, like it's kind of a red flag to me i think is when we have to change who we are to fit in with something else you know what i mean yeah can you adapt either way to it or or uh, away from it or like if so can you do you think we can do the same because you know sometimes we shouldn't run from it mm-hmm. uh sometimes you do you just have to run yeah but I think sometimes you we shouldn't run because then now we're just looking at our own, looking out for ourselves. Mm. And in a way, I think that can be selfish. Uh, if somebody on the other end that's being toxic, mm-hmm. we don't know what they're going through. Maybe they're when they're engaged, like you're in a little crowd, mm-hmm. right? And then you have one that's speaking out the most. Either they are just like that. Yeah. And just don't know any different well or they could be just like us and they're trying to fit in and they have a there's a cry out you know inside that hey i want to be out of this but i think this is to be light okay so i'm just gonna say i would tread carefully there because a lot of us there's a point like when i'm gonna go right back to that corinthians 15 33 there's a reason why it says do not be deceived Mm -hmm. so a lot of the time the problem with that is is that we um i know like if i'm in a uh or um, like in a relationship or friendship or in a scenario or whatever. And um, I think that I, well, I want to go and support them and that's great and all that. But we're really supposed to avoid, um, it actually says in Timothy to actually avoid people um, that are like that specifically because it's actually not true. It's It says don't be deceived into thinking uh, good morals or will redeem or good character will, will redeem bad company. We have to be very careful because we can fall into that, you know, and we start trusting in our, ourself and being, oh, we're going to be a good example and all that. A lot of the time that happens and we get pulled in anyway. Or maybe sometimes you're a good example by just walking away. Yeah, exactly. But I think if you know that person and you yeah. actually really know their heart and you know them well, you yeah. could call, you could be loving and just be like, hey, you know what? Maybe that's not the right thing to do or pull them aside. And yeah. Talk if you to feel them. comfortable enough you know with them, I mean? then. If you, but if it's like you're just an acquaintance or you're just hanging out with people, yeah, I think it'd be better if you just left, especially if you don't know that person very well. Yeah, and I'm just throwing this stuff out here. Like we said at the beginning, that our point to this show is uh, this is a journey, and mm-hmm. and we're learning. Yeah, we we don't got it all figured out, but we're trying. And yeah, um, well, that's kind of like why we um, last week we didn't have that we didn't have a podcast. We're trying to kind of feel our way through this whole thing and. That was kind of what we were spending our time doing. We don't have it all together, and <laughs> that's why we need to just keep trying. And so, would it be the same thing when I said adapt it, adapt earlier? Mm-hmm. How how should I put this? So let's see if I can make something out of this. And I've known people. Yeah. I've known a lot of people that do this. So I'm not just making this up. So you have like some women friends. Um, and I'm, I'm not being sexist. I'm just pointing out. From the examples that I've heard, mm-hmm. so I have there's these women, and uh, one of them goes through a breakup. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And all their friends are like, "Oh, you don't need him, and 
you're better off alone. You got this. And uh, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. You're strong and, you know, whatever. And they say that. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's true and maybe it's not. Mm -hmm. But that same, those same people, Mm -hmm. that same one that went through a breakup, later they find a, they find a man or, or mm-hmm. some, you know, someone they're, they get in a relationship with and they're praising them and telling their friends about them. Those same friends say, oh, I'm so, I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you deserve it. You need, you know, mm-hmm. you deserve that person. And mm-hmm. uh, weren't you the same ones that were saying something else? Yeah. Um, that to me can be a toxic friend. Mm-hmm. in disguise yeah usually because we're talking about the kind that just they act horrible around you or get you into yeah. trouble right mm-hmm. these are the ones that are more uh the weeds that are more insidious uh, they kind of yeah, sneak in there a little whatever bit. that word means but yeah <laughs> um, sorry dear. yeah they're kind of tricky um they're yeah. kind of in a different way it's like basically they're kind of playing lip service they tell you what you want to hear whether and that's not a good friend either yeah. a good friend's going to be honest with you and loving with you and be like so it's a funny situation so i had a, i know someone that had a situation where they were out of a relationship and then the next thing and i'm like yeah you know i was talking to them i'm like maybe we should wait you know on the wait for a while before you get into another relationship and, you know, because I was like, yeah, I understand they want someone and they feel lonely and stuff, but it was a pretty bad situation before. And then to jump into another one, I was like, this is not a good idea. Have you, you know, do you, how well do you know this person? Do they, you know, have the same moral standard you do? You know, and of course, I try to do it in a loving way. But if I just said, oh, yeah, go girl, you get into that relationship and, you know, um, you know you deserve it and stuff like that then i'm not being a good friend i mean it might be the easier response but it's not the right response it's not a proceed with caution response which i think we need when i'm talking about those friends that are uh, toxic a tox a toxic a bad (laughs) chemical in disguise right yeah Sometimes they don't realize what they're doing. No, sometimes right. they do. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't. They just want to be supportive. If you're comfortable with them enough, mm-hmm. if you're close enough with them to be able to let them know, mm-hmm. and if they understand, yeah, then that's a good friend. Yeah, it could become a good friend. Yeah, if they if they don't take take liking to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not a good friend. Yeah. Um, you know. Or if, well, and I would say initially, like for me, when I have someone come and tell me I'm in the wrong or something, you know what I mean? I Initially, my hackles get raised and I'm like, I tend to be defensive, right? Yeah. But then after a while, I think about it and I'm like, yeah, they probably meant well and I probably should have listened more. Yeah. And then I go back and talk to them. And that's a whole another lesson uh, you know? that we talk about. Uh, with each other and I don't know if we ever covered it in one of these episodes but when we hear something like that mm-hmm. we have to be uh, cognizant quick oh, quick to listen mm-hmm. slow to speak yeah but we're human and we do it <laughs> wrong we speak back and we, we get defensive back, yeah. like you said mm-hmm. and then we listen even though they're done talking and they're in another room or whatever you're actually still listening because you're replaying the conversation in your head and it's then when you realize, uh, yeah, maybe they're right. Yeah. But we reacted the opposite way we should. Yeah. So kind of in a summary, I guess we could kind of go over. So like toxic relationships, bad company, um, they're the ones that get you and they can they can be the ones that are more obvious in it where they tend to have you compromise on your moral beliefs or your, um, you know, they do a lot of things that you know aren't right and even they though they know what your standards are yes what your moral standards are yes you have to be close enough to them i think to, to yeah. so they would know and they drag you down and and well um, they try to infiltrate that yes those but standards the, and then you have other friends the the good friends which we're kind of talking about is ones that are patient they listen um they um are there for you when you're when you lost your or you're in a, out of a relationship they're there for you but they're honest with you about the situation and they pick you up when you fall yeah you know that that's kind of the good company that yeah, we want to keep yeah and there's sometimes they're i think trying to they're trying maybe they're trying to okay i see it two ways go back to that uh, group of girls yeah the ones that are telling 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 her this mm-hmm. is one of two things either 
they're trying to tell her what she thinks she needs to hear to try to make her feel better. Like, yeah, oh, build you know, her confidence, build her confidence. Get her back out there. Or they're saying, yay, now we get to party. Like, mm-hmm. you're free. Yeah. Come hang out with us. And, you know, now they're being yeah. selfish and thinking about themselves and not the their friends' yeah. uh, well-being. Yeah, and an excuse for one thing rather than supporting. Yeah. So that would be the, obviously that. And I was going to say, so here's a cool quote from Booker T. Washington. Epic. He's cool. Um, Associate yourself with people of good quality. For it's better to be alone than in bad company. It's hard to want to be alone, and you you <laughs> you don't want to be alone. But it's better to be alone than be in um, bad company. And and that's a very um, you know kind of a hard pill to swallow. You know we're pe- we're people that are we like to Again, be social. Human, yeah, we yeah. like to be social. We need that. We want those relationships. We're relational people. But you know it is true that I'd rather. I guess I would rather be able to look at myself in the mirror and be like, I'm okay. I'm doing the, these things. I'm doing the right thing. This is a good thing. Then go hang out with people. And then when I come back and home, I can't, can't look, look in, the, in mirror. the mirror at myself yeah. without feeling guilty. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? So that's kind of my take on that. But um, yeah. So just. So uh, before we get too far into this, let's uh, really quick, we'll go to our sponsor. Okay, so let's get into the next segment, and I'll go ahead and let you start. Yeah, so, okay, so we all have acknowledged that we have, there's one in three people have a toxic best friend, um, you know, and a lot of people deal with toxic relationships, but, like, how do we deal with toxic relationships? How how do we, what should we do? Should we totally distance ourselves from them? Is that what we should do? Or... What do you think? Like, what's a good way of? Are of you asking me it? again? Yeah, I'm gonna or ask. Is this, uh, no, I'm gonna ask you because I think you should. Rhetorical. No, it's not hard. <laughs> okay, well. I want a response. Here. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to respond because I'm still learning. So let me think about it. Well, I well, can okay, give so you something. Exactly. Real quick how did you, you say it again? Um, I said, what do you do when? How do you deal with a toxic relationship? Like what do you? You're do? saying what do, you, you do? do you? You were saying do you completely remove yourself? Yeah. Do you totally remove yourself? Do you? Um, I'm. I feel like I'm taking a test, <laughs> and you're gonna give me the answer. So, on first instinct, I'm gonna say. I almost want to say it depends on the level of toxicity uh-huh. or how well you know that person and if Mm -hmm. you know you know what i mean if you know you can talk to them and you can change that relationship Mm -hmm. and they're willing to listen and willing to make that change with Mm -hmm. you yeah you know i base it off things like that experience uh uh, Mm -hmm. you've been through it you've known this person if it's Mm -hmm. someone that oh they're they don't change i've tried i've tried and you know they're not looking out for my own good Mm -hmm. Uh, if that's the case then maybe those ones you should just cut ties with yeah and i think with um that's a really good i it's true i mean like it's all about like what you're saying different levels it's not it's not always that easy to just pull the weeds out and get rid of them right sometimes they're going to still stay around and sometimes yeah. they not, might be they might be flowers but they're impersonating weeds you know yeah, there are those <laughs> they're Usually kind of the in scotches the... the scotch thistle scotch brooms <laughs> yeah they, they look nice but no, they're a noxious weed. But they could be the opposite, too. They could just need you to pull away a little bit and give them some time to reflect okay. on what's going on. Well, you're on. saying it's on different levels, right? Yeah. There's different weeds out here mm-hmm. that in our landscaping. Mm-hmm. Some of them, we we take a hatchet. We just take that thing down. <laughs> we have to. We like or burn it'll it. Or it spread everywhere. Yeah. And then there's others that... Uh, I can just go down and that pull hurt us. real quick. You know, oh, yeah. they rub up on your, your mm-hmm. leg, yeah, uh, your hands, and they they scratch, and they Ooh, poke, and they hurt, again. and then they itch. Points for good analogy. And then there's some that just are kind of, they still out. weeds, right? Out. But we kind of ignore those ones. We have priorities, like, I got to get take care of these ones. Yeah. These are the more noxious, right? Yeah. And toxic. Yeah. And then others are like, yeah, I'll deal with you later. <laughs> or maybe I'll just let you hang around. Because yeah. you really don't look that bad. I know you're not that good, mm-hmm. but you're not affecting me. You're not mm-hmm. affecting my garden. Mm-hmm. My garden, I could still see the flowers. I could still see whatever. You're not affecting me that much. Mm-hmm. I know you're a weed, but just 
but stay at not, bay, right? Yeah, but you're not going to go hang out with that weed, yeah, right? You're yeah. not going to be like, oh, no, I'll just chill with them. We don't go out there and water that weed. You go, you know what I mean? We go water <laughs> Don't the water the weed friendship. <laughs> um, yeah. You don't let it transport grow. it. You don't let it grow too big, right? Yeah. You don't take that weed out and it's like, oh, this is nice and go put it in a pot and put it on your doorstep. Mm-hmm. You do that to the plants. Yeah. The weed, you just leave there. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you again. You well, know. I was going to say, what I was going to say with that too, as well as like um, when I was reading that article that talked about, it had all those surveys and stuff, it talked about um, how some of the way they dealt with the problem with the weeds, I guess, or the toxic relationship is sometimes they would find like a safe place. And what I mean by that is instead of going, you guys, instead of going and hanging out with them the same way you normally would do and stuff like that, you go to a place where like if you're hanging out, it's not going to cause you to mess up or sin or whatever. Um, like instead of going and partying with that person, you could go do something fun and um, that's not so pulling you like down that path. Like you could do something more, um, what's the word, neutral, a neutral yeah. space. And you could even bring other friends with you that way, you know, good friends that can help you kind of be an example to that that one person and yeah. still hang out with them. So there, there are options, um, you know, that you can do. But Sometimes, yeah, there are weeds that you just need to pull out of your life totally. Toxic relationships. Burn them. Get rid of them. Because if not, they'll they'll kind of creep into your life and just take over, which is not good. Yeah. You know, you don't want to destroy the beautiful things in your life. And like I was uh, mentioning those ones that, like you said, that are disguised with the little beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're hiding their beauty. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like the scotch. Oh yeah, that you're and thistles. About. Mm-hmm. They got bright colors, and uh, I guess that's how they ended up here. Very flamboyant. Yeah. You know, they looked nice, and mm-hmm. they brought them over, and I think somebody brought them over on a plane or something. I know. And, yeah, that's what I heard about. Scotch and then friends. they just spread. They and they spread. They were pretty. Yeah. Um, and I then they... I don't know where I was going with that one, but you gotta <laughs> you gotta watch out for those ones. Yeah, they're the tricky ones. Yeah, they're the. What did you say? What's that? Verse, uh, the sheep and the wolf. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that one by heart. But yeah, they're sheep and wolf's clothing. Is, is that it what you're a Bible verse? Or is that I just don't a know. I don't know. There's something in the Bible that has talked about something like that. <laughs> Maybe it's the devil goes around seeking who he can devour. Oh, be sober, be vigilant for your adversary. The devil is a roaring lion, seeking or walking about seeking whom he may devour. First Peter five seven, I believe. Okay. Say that one more time. <laughs> slower. And slower so people can get a visual. Okay. So it says, be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. And that one's First Peter 5, 7, I believe. Yeah. And the one I was thinking of, I don't, I, I, I don't think it's a verse, but it's a quote. You know, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it came from that. If people, that's where it, someone got the idea for that. Yeah. Well, and, and I, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know, but, um, I, I also want to, I, I guess I could throw one more, um, verse out here since we're kind of on that thing. It says in Proverbs one fifteen, it says, my son or my daughter do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path. And what they were talking about in context was about the people in their lives that are greedy, that are, um, lustful, that have a love of money. You know, people that are always trying to show off all their stuff. To oh, we're going to we're gonna do an episode on money. Oh, the love of money. Not yeah. money. Money okay, is not okay. bad, but okay. the love of money. Yeah. Let's make that clear. Yes. So people are like, oh, I'm not going to listen to that. They think money's evil. <laughs> I'll skip no, that episode. No, we don't. We think the love of money. Is. Yeah. It's the love of money. <laughs> but we're supposed not to not, itself. we're supposed to keep our foot away from the path of those people that are, like I said, greedy or have a love of money. Um, and so if you have friends out there that always like to, or you're the friend <laughs> that likes, like I said, that likes to rub it are. in their face, like check this out all the time in a very not helpful, destructive manner. I'm not saying that you can't show off your stuff here and there, but I'm saying um, you want to, you act better than someone else, or you have a friend that is always acting better than someone else, you know, has that kind of mentality, then maybe it's a bad friendship, a bad, com- you're keeping bad company. And it's a hard thing for people to to grasp that or to accept that about yeah. letting... It's a sensitive topic. Uh, breaking some relationships. Yeah. 
Uh, and I know it's a hard thing. It is. It's definitely it's, hard. For us, it is. I, you know. You want to have a good... But here's the thing. And let's focus on, real quick, on the good friendship. Because when you see... When you compare two, when you have a really good, amazing friendship, and you have a really bad, toxic friendship, and you compare the two, you're always going to want to go to that, that better friendship, the good friendship. Yeah. Um. You know, and always be on the lookout for that, like, that true friend, the friend that's never going to you know, leave you. That's always going to be there for you. I mean, and then when you have that, you won't want those toxic relationships and toxic friendships because you're not going to, it's like, you don't want to go back there. You don't want to go to that place because now you have someone you can call up and be like, you know, I really need you and they'll be there for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I guess when we say that, you know, sometimes you have to cut ties. It's not, oh, now I'm going to be lonely. Mm -hmm. No, like what you're saying is, well, don't just start dumping relationships. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, go seek some uh, healthy ones. Yeah, like the, what you're going back to the example of um, your nephew's yard. All the weeds came in, right? With the soil, all the weeds came in. Well, now it's time to pull out the weeds and, and make room for the true flowers that are oh, coming up. Perfect. The good friendship. See, usually I'm the one that does the analogies. Anal- <laughs> how do you say it? Analogies? Yeah. You just had one. And I was going to go there when I first talked about this and I mm-hmm. forgot, but to your topic or to your point, mm-hmm. you have, uh, he has the weeds, right? Yeah. And it was just dirt. He's like, this is gross. <laughs> I can't, we can't play games out there or do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just dust, right? And our yeah. shoes get dirty. So I, I want to plant grass, he says, mm-hmm. right? And he really wanted grass because mm-hmm. then he knows we could do things mm-hmm. on that grass uh, and uh, hang out or whatever. Play some of that game last time i went over there (laughs) it was full of weeds Mm -hmm. they weren't dried up weeds they were green you know Mm -hmm. soft like and we're like he was like i don't need grass he goes look at this he goes i just gotta keep it mowed down Mm -hmm. and you know this is good enough Mm -hmm. okay that that's a trick right there (laughs) it's the weeds are pulling a mind trick Mm -hmm. on you because we started playing um what's that game called with the the balls that you could put them through the loops. You hit the them with that. The... Oh, you mean croquet? Croquet. Yeah. Yeah, we were playing that, and we found out, yeah, they're weeds, because the ground wasn't smooth. The ball was rolling, and it just it slowed it down. It was going. Oh, it wasn't going straight. It was. Yeah. You know. It was getting misdirected. Hitting them, yeah, and misdirected. Yeah. So. Um, it's not the good stuff. Yeah, it's I think that's stuff. that's what you were saying, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to make you room get for fooled them. into it. But so now he's like, you know what? Now after the game, we need to get rid of these. I need to plant some grass. Yeah, and see if so. you don't. And 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 I guess it's also just be careful in choosing your friends too, because um, and them being friends, because you can avoid having to pull out all those weeds if you never have them in the first place, right? If he had already, like I said, planted good seeds and have had good friends in the beginning then that never would have had it happen. He never has to go in there and dig in and pull all of it because he's already replaced it with all the good seeds. Yeah, but now he's going to have to go through the... Dig and extract the, work. the painful More extraction. Work. Yeah. <laughs> would that be a labor of love? Yeah. Because he's going to have to labor yeah. in order to get the love. Hey, a good friend is is always there in times of need and is always there to love you. So let's talk of Bruce Lee. What? I don't know. Just go with me for a second. I was going to try to put this in, see if we can fit this in. So I'm kind of a fan of Bruce Lee. Not big big, time. Not not big time. Maybe I was before. But anyway, (laughs) what? Nothing. Am I? Yes. Okay. So I never seen that movie without you. Like that one, the Bruce Lee movie. I watched it with you before. The life story one. Yeah, I think I watched The Dragon, whatever it's Yeah, that's about it. That was a movie based on his life. Yeah, you always talk about Bruce Lee. So so I'm a Bruce Lee fan. (laughs) Um, What, you're not a Chuck Norris fan? Sorry, go ahead. They they were good friends. (laughs) Yes, I know, which is kind of cool. So there's this, not in any of his movies, it was an interview. He had a, okay, he had a philosophy. Mm -hmm. It had to do with his style of fighting, right? Yeah. He... You know, you got karate, he's got fixed moves, you got all these styles. He developed a, a brand new style of fighting. Mm-hmm. And in that, there's no fixed moves. You just, you just, you go with the flow, whatever, right? So my point is, in this interview, he was describing his fighting style. He said to be like water. 
Oh, yeah. To be like water. Mm-hmm. Um, you put water into a water bottle. It becomes the water bottle, like the shape of it. Mm-hmm. Put it into a teapot. It becomes the teapot. <laughs> there are some people probably know this well when they're hearing me say this. So when I was thinking is, I'm like, no, don't be like water. Because these are the friends. If you are water and you're the friend, you're the one that wants to get out of the toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. But you just adapt yeah. with your surroundings. Shape. Mm-hmm. Um, you're becoming your surroundings. You're yeah. becoming your other friends. Yeah. You're talking like your other friend. You're acting like them. You're finishing each other's sentences. Mm-hmm. You know, I know he was talking about something else, mm-hmm. but it made me think of that. Don't be like water. Don't adapt to all, you know. Be your own. Be a rock. Be a block of ice. <laughs> be a rock. Be a rock. <laughs> so, and we're not just saying that because that's I don't kind know. of the name of her. Maybe show. we'll edit this out, but <laughs> I just <laughs> I just wanted to throw that one out there. Yeah, don't compromise you who you are for somebody else in that way. For that has bad character. Now, if they're a good friend, definitely you should be water and you should become like them. If they're a good friend, you definitely be want to be that way. But even then, do you want to be like them? Well, or do you still want to be yourself? You can be yourself and you can, but you can be also um, be influenced by them in you a You could put way. two different types of water bottles in the same refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Think about it. <laughs> no? Who's going to drink the water? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, that was just weird. Okay. So we're getting <laughs> Where close. are we running with this? <laughs> I, I don't know. I Water's don't know. running. I think the faucet's running. Anyway. The, uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. So we're getting to the end here. Getting into the weeds, folks. Let's uh, <laughs> let's finish up with some words of encouragement. Okay. Something, I don't know, if you have something that you... Well, you can, I'm glad you asked. All right, well, go. Because I have something. That doesn't sound scripted at all. I didn't actually write, well, I'm glad you I, asked. I know it that isn't, but... <laughs> That was right out straight out of my mouth. Okay, um, so I want to say this first. Proverbs seventeen seventeen says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Where is that? It's in Proverbs seventeen seventeen. Oh, Proverbs. Yes, that's wise the, sayings. That's uh, the book that Yoda read. No, that is not the book. You need to get off that topic. But anyway, um, so yeah. and uh, Well, because it's, it's got a lot of wisdom. Yeah. Right? Yeah, wise sayings. Yeah. Okay. But Definitely. Keep going with that. Okay. So a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. So I just love that idea. A friend loves at all times. Um, you want a friend, you want good company that will love you no matter what in your bad times and your great times, just to always be there for you no matter what. And then adversity, we know, is when tough times happen. You get a brother. Your friend becomes your brother, your sister. You know, they might not be blood related, but they're there for you. They're the ones you can lean on. Um, And I just think that's such a powerful picture. And so that's what I want for everyone is that they can have a friend that they can lean on that is like their brother or sister, that they, a good brother or sister that they can just depend on. So I'd encourage you to find one of those. (laughs) So kill the weeds, grow some grass. Or flowers. Or flowers. Because flowers are pretty. Well, you can have grass and flowers. You could, but separate. So that one. <laughs> I was trying to give my words of encouragement. And Sorry. You just ruined it. I like mine better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. So. <laughs> if you know what he was saying, you let us know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get to our... Special announcement. Yes. Some okay. Before we say what it is. Okay. I'm excited, folks. Let's let's let the uh, suspense build. Yeah. Let's let the suspense build. He's he's lifting his hands up. He's trying to grasp my hands. (laughs) Where's the drum roll, dear? I want. Put in some people to say. I want people to no. (laughs) I want people to say. Just tell us already. Mm -hmm. No. So this is going to be for some people excitement for others not so much it's a shrug with the shoulder moment right yeah we're gonna have a special episode coming tomorrow yes and don't worry we're gonna do our normal thing every monday this one is 
for tomorrow, Tuesday, mm-hmm. May the 4th. Mm-hmm. Why am I excited about this? Because. <laughs> I just realized, why am I getting excited? You, anyway. Because I'm bad company. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad influence on me, dear. Great. So what is, what does May 4th have to do with anything? I don't know. You're the one wearing the Star Wars shirt again. Oh yeah, this time I am. <laughs> so, Good timing, dear. So we're doing a, a special Star Wars episode for May the 4th. And I do not need to explain that too much. If you're a fan, you'll know why. If you're not a fan, check it out. Yeah. Uh, we're not asking you to become a Star Wars fan, but it's just a fun episode. This one is just, we just talk about totally Star Wars. just having fun. We totally yeah. have fun with it. And, but it's everything Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, uh, we're going to do that. I guess we're going to try to do that once a year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. An Around annual the thing. same time. Yeah. Um, it won't get out of the norm. We'll, we'll still do our thing. It's just going to be a side one. Mm-hmm. Something fun. Uh, so check it out. Yes. It's going to be awesome. I hope so. If you're excited about that, Star Wars, I have a question to pose to my our listeners. Who is your favorite Star Wars character? And what is your favorite Star Wars movie? And if you want, you can follow us on When Rocks Talk Facebook. Or they can go to the blog. Or they can go to the blog. Is there a link in the description? I Of course there is. There's a link to the Facebook page. Yes. There's a link to our blog. Mm-hmm. And we'll be putting our website or yes. uh, sorry, our email mm-hmm. up as well. Yeah. So through any of those, you can comment mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Um, for we want to start with the Star Wars episode. Yeah. To send us uh, some comments or answer yeah. the questions answer that you questions. ask. We'd love to know more about you guys. Yeah, and then we'll go ahead and leave it open for our normal show. Mm-hmm. Uh, any comments, questions, things you'd want us to talk about. Yeah. Um, we'd really love your input yeah we, and we'd love to talk about a topic that you want us to talk about too we might mention you yeah if it's okay if you want. We'll, we'll bring up your question or your comment or we'll address it in some way give you a shout out yeah because we want to hear from you guys because you rock you and if you'd read my it well if they had read my blog post that i had posted i said you rock oh the they're end. missing out if you're not reading that you're missing out yeah because i got a lot of insider information i love in your there. writing Aww, and they will that's too so sweet i love your writing too dear i don't write yeah you do well i can say i love your cooking does that work y- yes and no okay because i the... love your face oh, okay <laughs> we'll end it there then i like that Anyway, we'll see you guys later. Take it easy. If you like what you heard in our podcast, follow us so you never miss a new episode. Check us out on Facebook and also on our website. The links are provided in the description below.